lose six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. Listening to WSTU Stewart. The opinions expressed are those of the show's host and not the staff or management of Port St. Lucie Broadcasters. Any reproduction without written consent of WSTU and WPSL is strictly prohibited. Now it's time for Quality of Life Radio, brought to you by Cigna and Aetna Medicare. Here are your hosts, Gary Owen and Tom Bouvier. Hello and good morning, Treasure Coast and the rest of the world. We know there are 47 countries tuning in, so we thank uh, all of you that are here on the Treasure Coast in the state of Florida and around the world. You're listening to the world-famous Quality of Life radio show. Today is August 9th, 2023. We thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Gary Owen. And I'm your co-host, Tom the Boob Boobier. The Boob is in the house, and we got a special guest in the house this morning. We're excited to have him, and we'll introduce John here in just a moment. Tomorrow's a big night, by the way, so for those of you that are tuning in, uh, who are our clients. Uh, we look forward to seeing you at our big, awesome, wonderful client appreciation dinner at the Flagler Center from 5 to 8 p.m. And it's our five-year anniversary that we're celebrating as well in tandem with our client appreciation party. So we're looking forward. I think, Tom, we have about 170 RSVPs so far. So it's going to so be a excited. busy night. It's going to be great. And not only about our clients, who we love very much, but, Gary, we reached the five-year mark. Five year five mark. Year mark. And what's the saying for businesses? Five years, buddy. Yeah, three to five years, if you can, if make, you can make it. Then. Gary, I think we're going to make it. I think I think we got two weeks, to, uh, two months to go. So we're celebrating okay. two months early, but we can't celebrate in October. Uh, October 1st <laughs> is our five-year anniversary. Hint, hint. Uh, but uh, we can't celebrate during the month of October or uh, November because why? It's it's a it's a crazy uh, time of year. It's called open enrollment. Yeah, Medicare AEP Medicare is AEP upon AEP us. So. And marketplace in November. Yeah, but, so. And by the way, if you want to come to our party tomorrow... Sorry, we are sold out. Not sold out because it's free, but uh, it, it, we're, we're jammed up. Dollars, I'll sneak we're, you. We're in jammed the back. up. Well, maybe a hundred. <laughs> yeah, maybe a C note. You know, slide yeah, yeah, Tom a, little, a C note. Maybe we'll let you in anyway. Yeah. But it's going to be a great time. We're looking forward to it. Tom, we're here every Tuesday morning. Why? Uh, Gary, we are here every Tuesday morning. We love to uh, bring relevant content to our listeners. And and so please listen in and stay tuned the whole show because we bring information that can really help your life. Secondly, we love to support and showcase local business owners, nonprofit organizations, wonderful people, public servants who we have today. We're going to be introducing in a moment. And last of all, Gary, we... You and I, we love to educate and bring information about insurance planning options that can help improve the quality of life of our listeners. And that's why we call the radio show Quality of Life. Absolutely. And uh, we want to thank, we had some new clients that came in yesterday, worked with uh, Kathy in the office. She said the reason why she's here yesterday, why I'm here in the office is because I hear you on the radio show and wasn't sure what to do i was confused you guys brought clarity to us so that's the why, that's why i'm here and this is what this is what we do man I mean, relevant I love, content absolutely that really changes people's lives we love it so we're going to share with you today uh we're going to introduce john here in just a second we're going to share a fun health fact later on in the show and then we're also going to share with you uh 10 fun facts about the treasure coast so we're going to get john we're going to put him on the hot seat and see just how much he knows about the treasure coast of course, the answers are easy, so we made it easy on him this morning. And then uh, after that, we're going to talk a little bit, Tom, about the new 2023 Part D premiums, out-of-pocket costs, deductibles, uh, what's happening with drug pricing, and then we're also going to talk about the Part B premiums. Are they going to go up, or are they going to go down, or are they going to stay status quo? We're going to let you know uh, later on in the show, but uh, it's my distinct honor and and privilege to introduce to you the world's most handsome guy. Uh, and not only does he own a small business, actually it's a larger business than I have, so I would say it's almost a large business, but uh, he's also our Florida State Representative, John Snyder from District 82. Good morning, my friend. 
Well, good morning, Gary. Good morning, Tom. And first of all, uh, let me start by saying thank you so much for having me back again. Always great to be uh, here on the Quality of Life radio show. But more importantly, congratulations on the five-year mark. Uh, that is uh, a huge deal. Uh, you're, you're, you're right on the mark, Tom. That it, you know That's one of the key metrics uh, for success of a business to get to that point. Uh, and it is our, our small businesses that are the backbone of our community. Yes. And so just thank you for what you do and for being that liaison uh, between consumers and uh, insurance carriers. Because if that's one thing I've learned uh, sitting on the insurance and banking subcommittee, uh, insurance really is a maze. And so the, the importance of having a local agent uh, that you can trust to help you navigate those waters, uh, especially in today's marketplace, uh, it's never been more important. That's that's spot on man and we are passionate about what we do because we see seniors getting messed up a lot there's a lot of nefarious and bad actors out there that are trying to take care of listen uh, try to take advantage not only of our seniors but of us i mean we're getting calls and scam calls almost daily it's, it's crazy so uh and and i'm glad to have a connection uh, on your committee because that is great because there are some crazy things i'm going to ask you later on in the show if you've heard about this I'm going to share it with my audience. It's going to really change the dynamics of how we do business as a small business, mm -hmm. as independent agents, and it's going to affect our clients. So uh, that's on a national level. So, I mean, I know uh, you may not be aware of it, but I'm going to, well, who knows, maybe one day John Snyder may be a, uh, you know, our United States representative. So, I mean, that might be a great possibility. Dun, that will dun, really dun, have a connection. Don't wish that on me, Gary, please. <laughs> oh, why Representative President John <laughs> Schneider? Sounds good. All right, my friend. Tell I us. knew him back in the <laughs> yeah, day. Back in the day <laughs> when I was short. I got his coin. <laughs> so thank God there is yeah. a uh, booster seat because, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, John lowered his seat. I had to raise my seat so we could be uh, kind of even looking. By the way, we have Patty Marchese in the house this morning uh, oh. in the studio. She's taking uh, professional photography. And uh, so if you need anybody... Uh, or, you, or you need someone to help with photography, uh, Patty is your gal. So uh, thank you, Patty, for stopping by this morning. And she'll also be by tomorrow at our uh, big event at the Flagler Center for our customer appreciation. John, why don't you tell us a little bit about you, yourself, your family, your business, before we go into what's going on in the state of Florida? Oh, well, thanks, Gary, and, and love to talk about uh, my family, that's a big part of my why and, and sure. why I do what I do. So uh, for those of you that, that might not know me, again, my name is John Snyder, and I represent uh, the northern portion of Palm Beach County and about the southern half of Martin County. And I was uh, born and raised right here on the Treasure Coast in Martin County. Uh, I've been here just about all my life except for my time in college and the Marine Corps, uh, which thankfully Ooh. I was uh, stationed out in San Diego, so I've always been fortunate to live uh, just a quick drive uh, from the beach. Um, but after I got out of the Marine Corps and uh, came back home, you know, one of the things that uh, I quickly realized was um, you know, trying to raise a family, trying to operate a, a, a business, uh, you realize uh, that sometimes the heavy hands of government can, can really be uh, get in the way of, of you know, trying to pursue the American dream. Uh, you realize you know, our, our school systems, our roads, everything uh, that, that we sometimes can take for granted, uh, all is controlled either uh, through you know, local, state, or the federal government. And so um, instead of sitting on the sidelines, uh, answered the call and, and ran for office two years ago. And uh, it, it's been the, the time of my life getting the opportunity to serve you know, my community and give back in, in this kind of way. We're glad you did, John. And, and uh, the, the redistricting brought your representation up where we are, uh, just north of the Roosevelt Bridge, right? You're just barely there. You and Toby are bordering, I think, was it um, right where the target is, that area? North Stewart? Yeah, the, there's the lines can get a little jagged, um, but right along uh, Jensen Beach Boulevard, uh, and then down across uh, US One into Rio. Yep, and then and then down into Palm City, uh, Stewart, Hope Sound, um, and, and quite a bit of Martin County after redistricting. Yeah, I was looking at the lines, and how do you how do you know when you're on his district, and how do you how does he know when you? Because it, it is crazy how it's 
hell, the lines are jagged like they are. Yeah, so uh, Toby and I actually, uh, the last two years, had the privilege of sitting next to each other on the house. <laughs> and so uh, that's one of the beautiful things of being from, yeah, from the Treasure Coast. We have a wonderful delegation uh, that gets along uh, in a great way. And so yeah, we always have a saying, when you call either office, Neither one of us ask, where do you live? <laughs> Who's your representative? So uh, anybody in Martin County in the Treasure Coast could call either one of us anytime. Yeah, we, we love Beautiful. that. Listen, you, not only are you a great man, you come from a great family, uh, great upbringing, uh, but you truly represent the citizens here on the Treasure Coast extraordinarily well. So we appreciate all that you do. And, and you're always there to pick up the phone, to listen, to, to answer calls. And so we, we recognize that. And we truly appreciate you for that. Well, thanks, Gary. And, you know, I look at, you know, my role as a state representative really uh, as the really as customer service, you know, customer service helpline. You know, my my office and my my staff do a wonderful job um, because, you know, when we're not in session and that's the beautiful thing about Florida, we have a part time legislature. Uh, I, I don't think that career politicians um we're, we're necessarily part of the founding uh, father's intent. And so That's here right. in Florida, we practice that. Uh, we go into session for 60 days. Uh, then we come back and work here in our communities. Um, but, you know, the work doesn't stop. So just because I go back to my day job uh, doesn't mean that, that the constituent needs stop. And so our office, you know, we're handling anything from uh, homeowners questions to uh, concerns with uh, veteran access to care. Uh, navigating, you know, again, the maze mm -hmm. of government. Uh, and, and so that's really been the, the fun part of the job, actually um, working with constituents to try and help you know, navigate, because uh, you know, oftentimes when they, by the time they've called our office, uh, frustration levels are usually pretty high. And so to be able to um, use our resources to give back to the community, uh, really hats off to my team, uh, Sarah and Kathy. And so I want to make sure as we go throughout the program today, uh, we get our office line uh, out there. And so that way, if any of your listeners ever need to, to access uh, our office for any reason, uh, they can call us at 772-210-5626. Again, that's 772-210-5626. And that's what we're here to do is help uh, in any way that we can. That's awesome. Uh, so we're going to take our first break of the show. We're going to, uh, I'm going to let, uh, Evan know we're probably going to forego the second commercial. So we'll just do one commercial today. We've got a lot to talk about this morning. And so, uh, when we come back, I'm going to ask representative Snyder, what is the most challenging part of his job and the most fun part of his job? You're listening to the quality of life. I'm sorry. You're listening to the world's famous quality of life radio show on WSTU 1450 AM and WPSL 1590 AM and on Facebook Live. So if you're driving to your office right now, you're driving home, uh, you don't want to sit in your car to listen to this great show, go to Facebook, follow us at Quality of Life Radio Show. We'll be right back. insurance agency located right here on the Treasure Coast. I've been a resident here for 34 years and have helped thousands of clients with their insurance planning needs. We specialize in life, health, and Medicare insurance planning. Don't travel the road alone. Let us be your guide. We are the Owen Insurance Group. Contact us today at 772-210-1020 or visit our website at oweninsurancegroup.net. You are listening to WSTU, Stewart, Jensen Beach, Hope Sound, Martin County's Heritage Station. All right, welcome back to the Quality of Life Radio Show. I'm your host, Gary Owen, and we have with us in the studio Florida representative John Snyder from District 82. Uh, and uh, so one of the things I wanted to ask you, John, is what is the most challenging part of your job as a state representative and then conversely what is the most fun part of your job and the most enjoyable part 
Well, you know, one of the things uh, we started to talk about earlier, Gary, is, is my family. Um, I'm about to celebrate my 14th wedding anniversary with my wife, Brittany. Congrats. Uh, and together we have our two daughters, uh, Elizabeth and Reagan, uh, Two years old and eleven years old, so we've got quite a spread in our household, and so the apple of their granddaddy's eye, the, uh, no doubt, uh, <laughs> no doubt. So um, it, it's funny to see some of the role reversal of you know grandparent spoiling versus uh, a child. And actually, I heard an interesting quote today. I don't know uh, how scientific it is, but it, it basically said if you raise your kid, if Let's see. If you raise your kids right, you'll be able to spoil your grandkids. If you spoil your kids, you'll be raising your grandkids. Yeah. And so, uh, <laughs> my dad is definitely in the the spoil the grandkids phase right now. Um, and so, kind of get, getting back to your question, you know, when you leave for session uh, in that sixty day sprint, um, that it right off the bat is is got to be the most difficult thing sure. uh, for me. Um, but you know, having deployed once uh, to Afghanistan, my wife has said, yeah, I think I could put up a Tallahassee that's a little less hostile. But you know, sometimes um, <laughs> it, it makes you wonder. Uh, but you know, I would say, aside from that, one of the most challenging things is is really. You know, it's by design. It's trying to work the legislative process. You know, as somebody who comes from the business world, you love to be able to say, "Hey, this is a great idea. Let's just let's go. Let, let's implement it and and get it moving." Um, however, in government, and again, I, I, this is by design. Um, having to, you know, not have the ability um, to, to to be an executive. Uh, in the legislative process, you can't just, you know, on your own, take good ideas and, and get them into law. It takes, you know, multiple committees working with other representatives, uh, both Republican and Democrat alike, you know, from Pensacola to the Keys. And you realize, you know, here uh, in this very diverse state where if you peeled Florida out from the rest of the nation, uh, our economy on its own, we would be uh, the, it's usually somewhere between 15th and 17th largest economy in the world. Uh, we have over 22 and a half million people and we're growing uh, every day. And so to try and find one size fits all approaches can be uh, a difficult process. And so, you know, an example um, just in, in the last couple of years where, again, I think the process works well is, you know, just because in the first year uh, a bill that you file doesn't become law, uh, that doesn't mean you give up. That's one of my favorite sayings in the process is a bill only dies when you stop filing it. Uh, and so one of the bills I focused on uh, right from the beginning was around public safety. Uh, I think we've all seen on Facebook or some of the signs here in Martin County, we're very proud uh, of our public safety. Uh, I believe we have one of the best sheriffs in the country. We do. And, um, and so we take that seriously that this is the wrong exit for traveling criminals uh, who think that they can come up from throughout the state and target what they might believe is a bedroom community. And so in the first year, my traveling criminals penalty enhancement bill was not successful. Uh, so we tweaked some of the language. A big shout out to uh, this time around, I, I, I partnered with Senator Gail Harrell. She was my Senate sponsor, uh, who, who has been a longtime public servant here on the Treasure Coast. Um, but we were able to to t take a different approach, um, really turn that challenge uh, into one of the fun parts of the job is really figuring out how do you navigate roadblocks? How do you, you know, kind of take that no today, um, either work, you know, work someone through you know, facts and um, you know, trying to get them to see your point of view to turn that no into a yes uh, and find different avenues to get legislation that matters. And so today, um, part of, and that's where, again, I would say a really fun experience was was working the Traveling Criminals Bill. Uh, we just recently had the governor sign that bill into law and really give our prosecutors some additional enforcement mechanisms. So when um, bad individuals say we're going to target uh, this area, uh, there's now a penalty enhancement with, with that type of behavior all throughout the state. We love that. I mean, that's it's great, great to see uh, these scumbags get handcuffed and go to jail and answer for their crimes so and then that, no that'd hoarding be a invaders in martin county no come on down or to martin county. county no come on the down treasure coast stay come away on down. you're gonna That's get right. caught so if you yes, want to get caught will. come on down to martin county we got, free, we free room and board yeah, by exactly. uncle sam free, free room and board we love that um so there are a lot of challenges, you know, and a lot of adversities. Um, and, and, you know, to your point, yes, Florida is very diverse. 
but oh my God, is it so divisive in, in politics in Florida? Not only just Florida, but the whole country. So today, uh, work, be able to go across the aisle and work together uh, to work together for the greater good of our state, that's, that's what you got to do. So, Yeah, one of the things that we like to point out is that you know, Tallahassee is not Washington, D.C. I will say we are blessed. I think we've got, again, one of the best Congress uh, congressmen uh, in, the, in the nation uh, who represents the Treasure Coast here and, and Brian Mast. Uh, but when you look at the gridlock uh, that unfortunately has just become the new norm, yep. Uh, yep. nothing seems to get done. And in Tallahassee, you know, one of the things that, that won't often get reported in the news is that nearly 70% of the legislation we passed in this last session was unanimous. That means every Republican, every Democrat, uh, we don't have any independents in the that. House, uh, voted for it. Almost 90% of the legislation that we passed had bipartisan support. Um, however, when we get into, you know, that 10%, uh, I will say, there are some very stark differences, and that's part of the reason why, you know, in the last couple of years, uh, especially Florida has become such a beacon uh, for individuals who, who want to seek out a place where they can live, uh, where they can worship freely, where they uh, can trust that uh, when they send their children to school, uh, that it's not going to be indoctrination they receive. It's actual sound, solid content-rich education. Uh, this is a place where we're proud to, to have uh, some of the best infrastructure uh, in the world, but we also have no income tax. And so uh, fighting for these principles, fighting for what makes that difference in the 10% uh, certainly is, is a big effort, um, but we're thankful to have uh, Governor DeSantis uh, at the helm, and um, it, it's been an exciting experience to, to work in support of his agenda. Fantastic. So one of the one of the issues uh, that I'm really super passionate about is our water quality, right? So, uh, you know, and uh, in fact, we're going to talk about the Treasure Coast and, and, and the top 10 fun facts about the Treasure Coast. And one of those is the Indian River Lagoon, right, which is one of the most biodiverse estuaries in the entire northern hemisphere. That's right. And what's happening to our water is just I can't even, I can't put it into words because it's uh, it's disgusting, quite frankly. And uh, we've got we've got to make sure. And, and I and I appreciate what you're doing and and uh, Representative Mass is doing uh, in Congress to to make sure that the discharges don't happen. We know it's going to happen. Uh, but we know it's being reduced. Uh, but w what's your take on, on where are we going with this for this year and next year? Yeah, I would say. Without a doubt, that's one of the things, you know, growing up here and, and when I look uh, to my own daughter, um, I remember what it was like to do the, the field trip into the Indian River Lagoon and you learn the St. Lucie Shuffle and, and you see the diversity of of our wildlife. And, and now when she went and did that same field trip, you know, she had to sign a, a waiver and release form, uh, multiple, you know, of course we had to sign it, um, you know, multiple pages, and they basically looked at the wading pond and said, this is what it should look like, kids. Um, but what I would say is for the first time in a long time, I believe that there's light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, not only has, has Representative Mast, and I don't think he gets enough credit on this, uh, that he's has raised the issue at the federal level, working with the Army Corps of Engineers and, and who actually control the discharge amounts. It's the, you know, the quantity flow. Uh, the relationship that he built with Ron DeSantis when they were both uh, fellow congressmen, you know, that cannot be understated because when Ron DeSantis took the helm as governor, which nobody saw that coming, uh, he leaned on Brian Mast uh, to be uh, one of his chief advisors uh, on water quality. And what we've seen is, you know, really campaign promises that were made that have been kept. Uh, when we came out of this, or went into the beginning of legislative session, Governor DeSantis, uh, in his initial budget proposal, said he wanted to see $1 billion uh, allocated towards Rever uh, Everglades restoration and water quality projects. When we came out of the legislative session, uh, it ended up the price tag was almost $3 billion uh, allocated towards, uh, towards Everglades restoration and these water quality projects. And we see them working uh, south of the lake. Uh, we've seen multiple projects where the state has actually said, you know, thanks, but no thanks, federal government. We'll foot the bill on our own uh, because uh, what we had seen is the federal government continuing to just drag their feet when we talk about the inability of Congress to act and, and budget 
uh, you know, the, the dollars that get held up in the in these budget hearings. Um, the state said, we've got the cash, let's pay for it uh, on our own. And we now have multiple projects that are working. We can see uh, with our own eyes the difference in the, in the water quality just in these last couple of years. Uh, and, and really, the, the decision makers at every level of government, whether it be the Army Corps of Engineers, South Florida Water Management District, Department of Environmental Protection, uh, every governmental agency uh, knows about the Treasure Coast and our water efforts here. And again, uh, really, it's our grassroots who deserves the credit for that, because for our little community uh, to make the noise uh, that we have made and, and really make the difference that we have, that's why we can see, again, with our own eyes, um, how the water is today, um, but we know we're only you know, one one bad rain season away from again the discharges. So that really the solution comes back to we've got to continue focusing on sending the water south, yep. utilizing our 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 new. Um, reservoir uh, that's that's south of Lake Okeechobee. We must continue to, to explore uh, storage north of the lake and really look at the water quality of the water that's being fed from the Kissimmee that's into right. the Lake Okeechobee. And so this is definitely a, a comprehensive problem that takes a comprehensive solution. Um, but I do believe locally, state, and federally, uh, everyone's dialed in and we're we're actually uh, seeing light at the end of the tunnel for our waterways. Glad to hear that because we, we, we need it. Our children need it and our children's children need it. That's Sorry. Right. Uh, the next thing, which is really big, uh, you guys had to have a special session on this, is property insurance. Property insurance. Oh, boy. That is a great I'm great glad we do health insurance, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can tell you our property insurance without a doubt, is is contributing to really what we're experiencing throughout South Florida, a, a major concern for affordable housing um, you know, for all segments of, of our community, especially our, our service industry, our teachers, our law enforcement professionals, and uh, how we function as a, as a society really, I believe, hinges on our ability um, to make sure that, that we have uh, good places to live within our, our community um, that are that are truly affordable, and and one of the contributing factors to that has been property insurance. You know, we know a couple of things uh, here in the state of Florida. We are a storm state, and so while we have been hit, uh, you know, thankfully and knock on wood, and you know, you hate even having this kind of conversation this type of year. We've been blessed here locally to have dodged the bullet. Um, but when we look at the global insurance market and how you know, the reinsurance market and some of these um, you know, global industry factors weigh into our cost of, of our insurance, you know, we get put in this big bucket of Florida. And so a couple of things you know, to that point, we know that our storm history negatively impacts us, but we certainly, in the last couple of years, have seen a spike, and you touched on this earlier, the fraud uh, in the homeowner's market really uh, is is excessive, and it's out of control. Uh, we know that here in the state of Florida, you know, we're responsible. You know, some of these numbers vary, but you can think of it this way. We make up about 20% of the homeowner's insurance claims across the country, but we're That's responsible crazy. for about 80% of the litigation. So that means you know, someone who is suing their homeowner's insurance company. And what often happens is the consumer or the homeowner doesn't even realize that they are in a lawsuit with their yep. insurance carrier. We see, and this is again, big public service announcement, you know, aside from about Girl Scout cookies, door-to-door -door salesmen are uh, a bad thing. And what we've seen is a cottage industry of contractors, a lot of times from out of the state, yep. who are teaming up uh, with a, a small selection of trial attorneys and literally going door to door after a storm event, uh, canvassing a neighborhood, offering a free roof. And basically the, the pitch goes like this. If you sign here, we'll go to work directly with your insurance carrier. You won't have to touch a thing. Uh, and next thing you know, what should have been yeah, maybe a couple thousand dollar roof claim turns into a two hundred thousand dollar claim uh, with with attorneys' fees, and I want to be clear: you know, the insurance companies definitely have a role, uh, 
in some of this, we, we've worked and what we did in special session is trying to bring some transparency to the marketplace. But but there is really a unanimous um, agreement, even from our, our uh, Office of Insurance Regulation, that excessive litigation is the key driver uh, to what we're experiencing. And so uh, we did pass a measure to ban uh, the ability for that you know, kind of sign off for a consumer mm-hmm. to to just immediately hand over uh, litigation power to a third party, and uh, also uh, made it clear to the insurance carriers that you cannot just arbitrarily cancel a consumer just because their roof is 15 years old. Now, in the last couple of weeks, we've seen some, I'll say, some craftiness on how some of the carriers have approached that particular rule. Um, but I'll say this: um, what we did in this special session was probably more of the tourniquet analogy. We're trying to uh, stop the bleeding in the marketplace. Uh, but as we look towards this upcoming session, uh, we've got to really look at uh, at tort reform, at some yes, major, uh, at some major uh, transparency uh, overhauls uh, with pricing and, and, and really how consumers are, are able to see exactly what their risk profile is and how that equates to their premiums. Uh, and so Still a lot of work to, to be done, um, but I'm hopeful to, to, to make it back yep. on insurance and banking and, and continue the fight. Great. Where do you think most of these uh, attorneys reside that are filing these claims, these suits? Yeah, I mean, we can see it on the heat map. Uh, there's a concentration uh, down in the Miami-Dade uh, area that's right. uh, up that's in Orange right. County. Yep. Uh, and, and, and really, you know, that's what's driving, uh, unfortunately, this effort is just this kind of sue and settle approach. And at the end of the day, you know, our parents always told us there is no such thing as a free lunch. So anybody that tells you I can get you a free roof, that's where, again, Red call flags. your local agent, uh, call a, a local, um, you know, if, you, if you need to involve a third party, uh, an insurance adjuster, uh, we have plenty uh, through our chambers of commerce. So reach out to your local community um, because, again, the, the, the door-to-door sales salesman approach um, is not good for you, and it's definitely not good for our insurance market. And they're also sending emails. I mean, I, I've gotten several emails from roofing companies that wants to come by and inspect my roof and offer me a free roof. So, you know, I, I can't... I can't say how my response was on on, on the air here, but um, but but it's crazy but told what's them. going on. I, did, yeah. I, did I tell them? Yeah. Uh, so, but anyway, uh, real quick, what what is one other thing that you're working right now on that may affect your constituents that you're passionate about? Anything? Yeah, there. I mean, really, there's a a, a number of things. My primary focus right now, I bring it back to education, Gary. I think so much of what we see in our country today is, is really just a result of, um, of a failure in, in so many ways uh, of our education system. You know, I think one of the things that we did here in Florida to say thank you to our teachers who are putting uh, everything they have into the classrooms to say, we will continue um, to, to increase your salaries. Uh, for the longest time, Florida was in the bottom half of the nation when it came to our starting teacher salaries, sure. and uh, that was a failure uh, on our part and something that Governor DeSantis has made an initiative of his right off the gate uh, to make sure we continued to attract top talent to be in the classroom. 250 years ago, uh, in the early days of America, the two most revered professions were pastors and teachers. Uh, And unfortunately today, uh, neither one of those get the the respect that they deserve. Another area we failed our kids is in our literacy rates. You know, we brag, unfortunately, about being a top reading state in the nation, which is great. But when our reading scores are only 52%, that's still an F in my book. And um, we're seeing... Uh, again, unfortunately, where in the zip codes where the income status is the lowest, unfortunately, that's where the, the attention for schools gets the least amount of attention. And so we have failed our inner city kids, uh, and we've also we've handcuffed our teachers' ability to teach. And so one of the things, again, we did mm-hmm. uh, just this year was we repealed uh, the FSAs, the standardized testing, again, one-size approach does not fit all, and it created a system uh, where our teachers were having to teach to the test 
and not actually teach content. And so now we're moving to a progress monitoring um, where we're able to more quickly identify where a student is struggling or excelling so we can get them into uh, the, the, the right type of curriculum path and, again, allow our educators uh, to do what they do best. So I could keep going on education, but uh, as we look for ways uh, in the legislature to continue to empower parents, uh, not just through transparency and curriculum, um, but with uh, choice uh, for strong educational options, uh, those are areas that I, I know we can continue to move the needle and certainly will be a focus of mine. Yeah, shout out to our teachers because they really do a lot. They sacrifice a lot. Um, take money from their own personal accounts uh, to, to buy supplies for their children and, and so forth. Um, so we, we, we want to say thank you to all of our teachers out there. We really appreciate you. Uh, we appreciate uh, your sacrifice and your dedication to our children. That's right. And school starts tomorrow here in Martin County. So I know yes. I'm looking at the at the calendar, scratching my head, trying to figure out how the summer has passed us by. So I, I echo that, Gary. Uh, big shout out to our, our teachers, our support staff, our administrators, and really you know the boots on the ground that yep. make such a big difference in our kids' lives every single day. And please be careful out there driving uh, in the school zones. Put your bloody phones down, right. stop texting, and be careful. Our children are out there walking on the streets. Uh, it is horrific, the, some of the things that I've seen uh, in school zones, and people are just not paying attention. Please, please, and I'll say it one more time, please pay attention. Tom, are you going to say something? I echo what you were going to say. You and I were thinking the same thing. Because those kids are out there, and I can't tell you how many times I think that that could be my child, and I see some idiot just just zooming by many times with the phone in their hand, texting or whatnot. So be careful. Uh, John, would you give your contact information one more time again, how they can reach your office? Yeah, absolutely. You can call my legislative office uh, throughout the day at 772-210-5626. Again, 772-210-5626. Two, six. All right, so we're going to do our quote of the day, uh, and, and, and we're going to bring Representative Snyder back here in just a second. Uh, hope is like the sun, which as we journey toward it, casts the shadow of our burden behind us. Nice. All right, so uh, a fun health fact. Tom, why don't you take the fun health fact, and then real quick we're going to do a few of those uh, fun facts about the Treasure Coast and put Representative Snyder back in the hot seat. Did you know that there are 2.5 trillion... Trillion? Is that with a B or a T? with a T like Tom. <laughs> 2.5 trillion red blood cells in your body at any moment. To maintain this number, about 2.5 million M like Mary. New ones need to be produced every second by your bone marrow. That's like a new population of the city of Toronto, T like Tom, every second. Isn't that that amazing? is amazing. That's a lot of red blood cells. I did not know. <laughs> Producing every second, two and a half million new red blood cells every second. All right. Uh, let's anyway. see. Did you know? How do they count that? That the Treasure Coast, do you know why the Treasure Coast is called the Treasure Coast, John? The the sunken treasure uh, from the pirate ships How sitting many off ships? our coast. Ooh. That's a good one. 17. Eh. 11 uh. out of 12 ships sunk because the Spanish galleon. So, um, so that's why. And, um, which How counties? many have been found? So Ooh. the question I how had, gold is still there. The question I had or is importantly. how much gold has not yet been recovered, right? I mean, gold God fever. No, there's got to be some Gosh. stuff out there. There's mm -hmm. got to be. Maybe we could all do a scuba diving trip one day and see what we can find. Patty could take Absolutely. pictures of us as we After splash around storm, in the water. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's called the Treasure Coast. Uh, three counties, right? Martin, St. Lucie, and Indian River. Indian, okay, very good. Uh, the county to our south, Palm Beach, is called what? Palm what Beach. coast? We're called the Treasure Coast. Palm Beach is called the... Uh... Ooh. Ooh. Gold. Gold Coast. Patty Gold? got that wow. one. Wow. Don't Good job. Patty. Hopefully. Well, he's not Hopefully a representative of Palm Beach. Well, I yeah, am. You got, you got a little bit. You got Jupiter, yeah, don't yeah. you? You got Jupiter. Uh, okay, uh, okay. Jupiter go ahead and strike that last one. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Okay. 
uh, Brevard County is called what coast? Space Coast. Okay, there you go. Yes. Do, you, do you represent the Space Coast? I do not. Oh, but the Gold got Coast. Got some good friends do. up there, though. <laughs> yes, we do. You got family in the Space Coast, yes, Tom. I, I grew up in the Space Coast. All right, Melbourne. so um, between the the, uh, the Treasure Coast, Martin, St. Lucie, and River Counties, what is, do you think the combined population is? Say uh, 380,000. Wow, you're way off. What do you think it is, Tom? Oh, never. He's lucky. <laughs> Patty, what do you think it is? I was about to uh, say a million. Hmm. Uh, four eighty. I'm gonna take it up to four eighty. Do you have an idea, Evan? No. no? Six hundred and eighty-two thousand wow. population. That thousand people a day is adding up. That's well, actually, that number has gone quick. down, Tom, to like eight hundred and. 30, 840 a okay, day. Okay, that's right. Down. Controlled. And how many people are vacating Florida a day? Seven. <laughs> <laughs> Ten. Shouldn't be any. All the... Out of the Treasure Coast or uh, statewide? Uh, hopefully the statewide. criminals. You said these were going to be easy, statewide. Tom. Yeah, yeah, Gary. yeah. Yeah, these are not easy. A couple hundred are, are leaving the How state many? of Florida. A couple hundred are couple leaving hundred? the state of Florida every well, day. Well, hopefully they're the criminals. Uh, I'd like to, I want to fact exit. check that. Yeah, yeah you, can fact, check you can fact check that. Check that. We'll come come yeah. back. We'll get you back on the show again. All right, so, Tom, uh, take number three. Uh, the Florida. And, and ask him what it is. Okay. Um, Mr. Snyder, do you know what the Florida state tree is? For some reason, I want to say it's the magnolia tree. Let's see. The snow. Oh. Ah. What do you think it is? Well, I'll give you a second chance. I can't cheat. It's not, cheat. It's not the I magnolia can't cheat. tree. I, you know, I'm thinking back to my fourth grade uh, my fourth grade uh, All right. Florida state. assignment here. Now I do remember it is the sable palm. Okay. Sable All right. palm. And the state flower is the... Orange. He's blossom. Yes, orange orange blossom. Yes, and okay. the state bird is the. I'm gonna buy me I, a mockingbird. <laughs> I, I, I think go. I'm trying to. You know, we've got all our state facts. So here I can, uh, as of this last legislative session, Gary and Tom, we'll do a little role reversal oh. for for double or nothing. Witcheroo. All right. As of 2022, what is the official Florida state dessert? Key, key lime, lime pie. pie. Wrong. Both of you. What? Key lime pie. Maybe you. That is be. the state oh, pie. No, wait, wait, wait. Uh, strawberry shortcake. That is correct. Yes, we now have, no we have two. Yes. We have an official dessert really? and an yeah, official pie. That. And there, there That's was right. actually quite some controversy about that. Yeah. We had our the, the people uh, from Plant City. Yeah, yeah the, they were the, the strawberry caucus was up working hard and uh -huh. um uh, our friends down the strawberries keys were so happy about that but made to a <laughs> came to a mutual agreement. It was it was for a All right, cause. so what's the largest lake on the Treasure Coast? Oh, on the Treasure Coast. Mm. Oh. Well, it's an Indian I'll give you a hint. It's an Indian River County. Easy. I don't know. Not easy. Blue Cypress. You. Okay. Blue Cypress Lake is the largest on the Treasure Coast with over 6,500 acres, uh, eight-foot average depth, and 21-mile shoreline. I mean, again, I would I would take that to the fact-checkers because Martin County does extend all the way to Lake Okeechobee, and so it has to be Lake Okeechobee because that is in the Treasure Coast. But technically, I, they, I, they don't include Okeechobee County as part of the Treasure Coast. I, I would just... But, I get Technically, you. I get you. I know. I, mean, does, I know you always want to win, and I love that. You should always want to win. Remapping, remapping, right? I'm telling you. Yeah. All right, so what's the most scenic drive on the Treasure Coast? And it's here in Martin County. Well, I would say out the grade. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. 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 But I think that's more subjective than anything else. But, that's but, good. But I think it is. Just like the largest lake was. <laughs> That's right. Can't be verified. Cannot. Well, be verified. Um, uh, you know, I've done my Martin, due Martin diligence. County does touch Lake Okeechobee. Right? It For does sure. touch it, uh, but anyway, uh, we'll digress. <laughs> that wasn't even my answer. We'll digress. Uh, let's see. Do, do you know Vero Beach has is home to uh, one of the world famous aircraft manufacturers? Do you know Piper? Which? Yeah, All very right. good. Yeah. Very good. Good. Uh, I've flown a Piper before, so they're they're a nice aircraft. Uh, let's see. The population. What's the largest city on the Treasure Coast? Port St. Lucie. Told you it'd be easy. Yeah. What's the population? You think? I was way off of my population numbers earlier. I'd say for Port Time to St. Lucie, 
Oh, uh, let's go with two hundred thousand. Very good. Two eighteen. Oh, I good. remember when it was just breaking a hundred thousand, yeah. and that was a Unreal. big, big deal. What's the smallest city on the Treasure Coast? Oh, that would be Ocean Breeze, uh, Jupiter, uh, Saint Lucie Village. Ah, uh, okay. population of six seventeen. Uh, we Do were talking about mayor. Th- yeah, yeah. Every every Maybe every village has a mayor. Okay, I think so. I'm I'm guessing. I don't know. Uh, it, uh, we already talked about the Indian River Lagoon, one of the uh, most biodiverse estuaries. And then, uh, do we know? I couldn't find this. How many beaches are there on the Treasure Coast? Even in Martin County, I don't. I, I don't think even know one. How and they many? Chopped them all up and uh, there, there are a lot of beaches. There are a lot of beaches. A lot of beaches. Mm. Tom, we're gonna we're gonna skip our list day in okay. history since we're That's out of fine. time. I, I want to. Oh, by the way, a famous birthday. One of my favorite actors. Oh, I love him. Yeah. He played. Uh, we were soldiers once, and he, he played, played in um, Tombstone. Did you ever see that movie? Yes, we were soldiers. Sam Elliott. Ah. 77. Today. Happy birthday, Sam Elliott. Happy birthday, Shammy. All right, scams. Uh, 2022, the hottest scams of 2022. I'm going to give you the, the top six. Uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, I spoke about an FPL scam my, my parents, my mom, uh, became a victim of, and... Um, They'll call you and tell you that your electric is about to be shut off because you did not pay your electric bill. Uh, so don't be like my poor mom who uh, listened to their nonsense and gave them her credit card information, banking information, and now she is has wreaked havoc uh, on their lives right now. So be careful, people. The second one is the Google Voice scam. So... Uh, I'm sure most of you are on Facebook. You've posted something online, uh, like an item for sale uh, or a lost pet. Uh, and a crook will contact you showing interest and will want to verify that you are not a scammer. <laughs> Pretty cool. Uh, and will tell you to look out for a verification code from Google Voice and ask you to read it back to them. So what's happening is that they're setting up a Google Voice account in your name and can penetrate, uh, perpetrate scams and pretend to be you and hiding their footprint uh, from law enforcement. So be careful. That's number one. Number two is a favor for a friend gift card. We all see it all the time. Uh, So be careful about those. Uh, Most people aren't going to call you and say, hey, I need a gift card. I get those emails all the time. It's ridiculous. Uh, Three is local tax imposters uh, in law enforcement, right? So uh, scammers are impersonating law enforcement and tax collection agencies to get you to share sensitive and personal information or to send money to settle your tax debt or to uh, say that there is a warrant out for your arrest. I love that when someone called to tell me I had a warrant out for my arrest, being a former law enforcement officer. I had fun with that individual. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, so be careful with that. Police were attacked. Uh, IRS is not going to call you and threaten you. So uh, just tell them to pound sand and hang up the phone. Tom, number four is? I don't know. Do oh, I you don't that? have it. Uh, so cryptocurrency. Um, I thought I gave that to you. Sorry. People Cri- saying, I'm Gary Owen, and I've got insurance to sell you. Please meet me at the office. Gary, would you ever do that? <laughs> I would never do that. Ah, thank you. Yeah, that's just number four. <laughs> cryptocurrency, ATM payments. So uh, I don't know much about cryptocurrency, but uh, but it has certainly taken the world by storm. ATMs are cropping up in convenience stores, gas stations, and big retailers and scammers. Newest payment method. So uh, be careful with that. And then five, I'm sorry, the sixth one is uh, fake Amazon employees. So uh, have you ever done business with Amazon? I do not want to admit what my front door looks like sometimes, but it's not me. We do have an Amazon shopper in my house. A third of business <laughs> imposter fraud complaints involve scammers claiming they're from Amazon. Uh, older adults are four times more likely to lose money and get hit harder financially. These impersonator scams feel real to people because Amazon is the biggest and best-known company in online sales space. So be careful of that. Tom, real quick, I know we only have like four minutes left. Um, the new... First of all, before the drug stuff, I, I want to I want to give some great news to Medicare beneficiaries out there. Last year, uh, the premium, your Part B premium, went up from one forty. The base premium went from one forty eight fifty to one seventy ten. It was the biggest jump in the history of Medicare, uh, and the result and the reason for that was because of the drug Algohelm, 
uh, cost $56,000. There was a big uproar. Uh, The drug company cut it in half to $28,000 and was going to be used for um, uh, senile dementia patients and so forth. So uh, that ended up being narrowed to a few group of people. So that drug cost uh, did not come into the equation for Part B. So now what's going to happen for 2023 is that uh, they're expecting the Part B premium to decrease. My guess is we'll probably go around $160. We'll come back and we'll keep you posted and see if I'm correct on that yeah. number. But I'm going to guess about a buck sixty. So you're going to have a decrease in your Part B premium. That's good news. Also, so they went from 56000 to 28000 Isn't that generous? It, yeah, that's really generous. And it cost them about $100 oh. to make. No, I don't know how much it costs to make, so I can't say or, or the research. And I heard its effectiveness is questionable. It, very questionable. Very questionable. Unfortunately. Uh, so expensive drugs that don't work. We're not going to talk about the Part D, but I, I want to share something. I told you I was going to share something with you about uh, what's coming down from CMS, Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, are now, because of, of all the complaints from J.J. Walker, William Shatner, and Hall of Famer Joe Namath. Thank you, guys. Uh, these pitchmen are on TV and trying to get consumers. Uh, it's a misleading commercial, uh, and they're trying to get consumers to call this 800 number at a call center and signing up on a certain Medicare Advantage HMO plan. So, um, unfortunately, all these complaints, now CMS had a knee-jerk reaction. Instead of penalizing these scumbags that are calling you, these call centers, uh, so they are now penalizing people like Tom and I, who are independent agents. They're calling us TPMOs, third-party marketing organizations. Now they're requiring us, all agents across the country, to record all conversations with their clients, inbound, outbound, store them for 10 years, and be HIPAA compliant. This is what's happening. And that goes into effect October 1. So we're fighting. We're talking to our congressmen. Our senators, we're, we're uh, trying to talk to CMS. They want nothing. They don't want to hear it. Uh, this is bad stuff. Independent agents are the ones that are out there working on your behalf to make sure that we do the right thing for you. Uh, these call centers, my, my piece of advice for you this coming AEP season, do not adhere or, or listen to those TV commercials. Do not call those 800 numbers. What we're finding out now is those people that call those 800 numbers, 40% are, are involved now in rapid disenrollment from those plans because they, they realize that it's not the plan for them. So be careful, be cognizant. If you got a question, call us at Owen Insurance Group at 772-210-1020. And we appreciate you taking time to be with us today. John, thanks so much for being with us. We appreciate you. We support you. Let us know whatever what it is that you might need from us. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, Tom. Great to be with you all. And again, congratulations on five years. All right, thank you. And next week, our special guest is going to be Annette Robbins. Uh, she's the executive emissary for Corked Wine Bar. And Tom and I will continue to espouse the knowledge that we have and help you to have and enhance your quality of life. Thanks for being with us today. Enjoy the rest of your day. Remember, Treasure Coast, stay safe, keep healthy, be happy, and enjoy your quality of life.